Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the semi-serious podcast that sometimes knows the future. <coughs> this is Occasionally Right with those two guys from the South Side. He is Skoda Lou God. How you doing? I am Rock B. And we're coming back off a long hiatus just to talk to y'all about life and the changes that come with it, it, it's some strange things that happened the it's past. Some, it's some shit. The past year. Say what you really want to say. That's what he wants to say. I didn't want to say that. But uh, a lot of things been going on. I need to let Sko talk first because I did the intro, so that's how we gonna do this now. Well, yeah, I mean, a uh, lot, lot has been happening. A lot of things good, some bad. Uh, I'm not really the complaining type, so I like to focus on the positive more than negative because I feel like if you live your life that way, you know, good things will happen to you. But Oh, uh, oh now he's not the complaining type. Well, I mean, when it's necessary. I ain't going to say I don't complain. When it's necessary, I complain. I'm going to just start. I'm going to get right into it. I'm going to let you all know. Uh, in the last couple of months, I've went through, I've had two different cars, and uh, that was a real tough situation for me. That was like probably... Like, one of the worst things, if not the worst thing I've ever been through in my adult life. Because y'all know how it is. All of y'all that drive or have vehicles, you know how it is to be uh, able to go where you want to go, where you want to go, do what you want to do. Make all those decisions as far as, like, your mobility and then have that taken away from you for an extended period of time. Like, I had a situation uh, with the insurance company and the claim people because my car was totaled and waiting waiting like months at a time for them to like finally reconcile everything and get it totaled out so I could get, you know, the money I needed from them and get a new car. It was just a, it was a really frustrating situation, but I learned a lot from it. I like, I feel like I'm a much safer driver now. Is, is that right? Unless you drink and drive, which you shouldn't do, and we never going to promote that on this show. But we're not naive enough to say some people like, like maybe like Sko don't do it. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. But you know, uh, yeah, it was just a learning experience, learning how to uh, deal with things of that nature. That was my first time ever having to go through my insurance company for a claim or anything like that. So for any of y'all that haven't done that, I wish y'all never have to. But if y'all do, be smart. Do all the right things. Just take care of your car, man. Don't be scold. That's all I can tell you. But I'm going to let Malcolm. Uh, Malcolm got some big stuff to tell y'all. Who is Malcolm? Oh, I'm sorry. Rock B. Got some big stuff to tell y'all. Redacted. That name was never said on this show. Yeah, we're not supposed to be. We're not supposed to be giving out governments. That's my bad. That's a viol right there. That's a violation. But yeah, some some address changes. You know, the mansion on Michigan. I don't know. I'm gonna let him. I'm gonna let him speak on that. Now, now he's just saying stuff and going off topic. Speaking about insurance claims, and and a strange twist of fate. That allows both of us to live the same life. <laughs> I also had to file my first insurance claim on my car. Uh, you know, I was going on the expressway and is is something didn't feel right with my car. I'm like, I don't know what this is. I need to get this looked at. Let me just play it cool <coughs> and make it home safe, and then I'll uh, figure this out later. You know, set up the appointment and all that. I was even, before that, I was even like, man, I'm kind of hungry. I'm going to set up this Harold's. I ordered some online Harold's. 
was getting ready. Fancy. Go. I was getting ready. Go pick it up. Next thing I know, bam! Whole tire came off. Is that the sound it made? It, it, sound, it sounded like bam! <laughs> Boom! <laughs> and I and oh, it was weird because I was going. Nah, nah, I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm I'm Vin Diesel. I'm R.I.P. Paul Walker. Uh, I like I like to drive fast and furiously. But you know, I felt my car acting up. I said, "All right, let me, let me, let me chill out a little bit. I'm, I'm being a respectable 55, 60 citizen in the middle lane, and I just lost a tire. And the next thing, I felt like I was riding on metal. It was the weirdest thing I felt in my life. And just being on the expressway in general, and and having a car that's all of a sudden undrivable is the worst. A feeling I don't wish on anybody. But uh, so so that happened. And had to file an insurance claim, and I got the quote back. And it's one of those things that made me realize I'm still growing up. Cause I look, I looked at it. You know, you talk to people, it's like, oh, that don't even look that bad. That could be fixed. You know, couple thousand. You're like, all right, that sounds doable. And then you get the real claim back. You like, I did not think it would cost this much. So that's why it pays to have insurance. Cause I just got to pay my deductible, but. A lot, of, a lot of damage done to a car over a bad tire. I'll never guess. But, you know, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad I made it out okay. I'm glad nobody else got hurt on the expressway because that could have been. Bad situation. Could have been all bad. And I, and I was able to walk out and post a story on Facebook trying to tell people, <laughs> even if you're doing the speed limit and not looking at your phone, anything happened on the road. That's true. So so that's that's our life with cars and insurance. More of the story, have insurance. Absolutely uh, have insurance. Re- pay your insurance. Remember the rules of the road. Don't try to get over. Pay your insurance. You're gonna need it one day. I, and you know, I was like, man, insurance is so stupid. Cause it's like, I'm just paying this and I don't even need it. And then one day you need it, you like, man, I'm glad I got it. Yeah. Give the people something else, man. What else, champ? Youngest scoring champ ever. What else, man? Uh, Led my team to the playoffs. Uh, so in the, in the past, <clears throat> the past year, really, you know, all all year I was planning on, you know, moving out. I, you know, I graduated from college. I was at home saving money a little bit, a little bit. And I was like, I really need to, you know, focus on moving out, getting my own space. Because you can't meet your wife at your, at your OG crib, you know what I'm saying? That's just not how life works. Nah, we don't move like that. You, you can't you, you can't even bring girlfriends home, really, after you get past a certain age. Like, you got to, if they come to the crib, it's... It's got to be yours. It's, it's, it's got to be signed, sealed, and delivered by Stevie Wonder. But, uh, so I was, you know, planning on moving out and... Everything that goes into that, you know, this guy over here had his apartment. He was already living that life. Wonderful life to live. You know, and, and I mean, it's, you just feed off people that surround you. He's he not the only one that I'm real close with that's, you know, got their own ideas. So I'm like, I need to, you know, start making headway towards that space. Yeah. And 
Lo and behold, I just happened to find a, a house. Of course, I wanted, I'm going to tell you I wanted a house because I don't believe in paying rent. If you do, that's your prerogative. Don't let me stop you. But I don't believe in paying rent because you're just giving money to somebody and you don't really get to see it ever again. And it's a lot of money a lot of times, especially in Chicago. It, rent is a lot of money if you don't want to be on the south side of the hood. And, even then, it's a lot. And I'm going to just interrupt because I know a lot of people looking at him like, well, who do you think he is saying that? I agree. I just I just feel like a lot of people aren't in a situation where they kind of have a choice whether or not, you know, some people are in a, in a, they in a situation where they got to, you know, get out and do their own thing. So if that's the case, we understand. Like, if it's possible, it's always smarter to, to put money on something that's going to be yours at some point rather than, like you said, pay for something where you... You're never really going to see a return on your investment. So, yeah, that's that. So, I was looking for a house. Uh, and for, for those that don't know me, I'm, I'm really a big kid at heart. So, I, anything, anything that has to do with adults that I know nothing about. So, I had to find out what it's like, you know, dealing with realtors and at first, I was thinking, like, man, I don't even need a realtor. I can look up all the houses online and just go about it that way. And that's really not what you want to do. Because, uh, you know, things... I was never going to be a good idea. Uh, it, it, can, it can be a good idea if you know what you're doing. But, you know, down the line, you're going to get into negotiations and all this other stuff that you really don't want to be doing on your own if you right. if you don't have no experience doing it. You want somebody... You first know, home. First time homeowner. You want a professional to handle that for you. So, uh, just finding out what it's like to, to talk to a realtor and, you know, what they what they bring to the table and what they try to... You know, everybody had their own agenda. Because so, the first realtor I found through this app I, I was looking at two specific houses, and he was like, uh, I don't know if we can look at them, but I got these five other houses you can look at. And and this, I was like, all right, I guess. So you kind of felt like he was trying to steal you, steal you toward more of what he wanted you to have, like some houses he was probably having sitting on for a while that he was trying to get rid of? I, I felt like it was a little bit of that. I don't know nothing. I'm Like I said, I'm just a good kid. But uh, it ended up not working out because I ain't even – I like the houses, but I wasn't like, man, I can't, I don't think I'm going to rock with one of these for like the next 10, 15 years. Which is ultimately what you buy in the house. Right. And, and, but what, what I did learn from that is see, seeing five houses in one day, you learn, you learn real quickly like what you're looking for and uh, what, what stands out about a house and really... You start picking and choosing, like, well, okay, my perfect house would be open concept, but this this much basement space and this many bedrooms and all those good stuff. So I so I took that in my back pocket. This was the summertime. I said, you know what? I'm gonna just save some more money. Something else pop up. I'm gonna just keep looking. And uh, went out of town. Came back one time. And it was just. I just saw these two houses that I was really like feeling they was in the area, and uh, uh, set up set up a day to go see them. And you know, I felt I felt love when I saw the house I'm in now. But I was like, man, 
What if something else pop up? Because uh, you, you don't, I, I, went, I went home, I said, after I saw my real, my second realtor, I said, you know what, I want to sleep on it because I don't want to make this kind of decision like right right now. Right. So I said, I'm going to keep this in mind, but like send me some other houses similar to this one. And she sent me some houses and, and stickers, st- sticker shock is real. Because the price of those houses, the, the second group of houses that we looked at compared to what my house costs, I was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not cut out for that. <laughs> I, I barely, you know, I, I want rent price, but a mortgage, you know what I'm saying? Right. I, I'm not ready for a full-blown mortgage, you know, that people pay, you know, living in fancy 2,300 square foot houses. I don't need all that. I just need something. See, this is how I know. All you, all you apartment people like me out there, that's how I know I'm not ready. Because cause I don't know what that means. Like, if you tell me, oh, this is 23,000 square feet, I'm not going to know what that house looks like. I'm not going to know how much space that is. I'm going to just keep my apartment. I can't even tell you how big my apartment is right now. But go ahead. I just wanted to, I just wanted to intervene and, and let people know that. Do some research on what square feet is because I don't know. <laughs> and when you figure it out, tweet us. Get, get at me with that. Let tweet, me know. Tweet him. You don't have to tweet me. Tweet us. <laughs> we can all learn something from this. Yeah. He can, he can send it to some followers that might not know. But, uh, yeah, I mean, what, it's, it really all comes down to, like, first of all, watching TV shows, I never thought I'd be watching HGTV like that, but when you watch that, in, in, in addition to actually looking for stuff, you, you start noticing things. But, yeah, so they, so the houses, I was just stick of value, I was like, ugh. I'm not making that kind of money. I know I'm not, and I don't want to put myself through that kind of stress. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to just bite on it. You know, I'm going to put an offer in, see what happens. And uh, Surprisingly, a month later, I was in the house. You know, some some processes take a little longer, but that was, you know, one of the shortest ones. So I've heard. And I was just, I was just glad it all worked out. And it just it just makes twenty sixteen a crazy year. So I was talking to my uncle about it, who's also like life coach slash mentor slash attorney, all that for me. <laughs> and he was like, I was like, man, you know what? In one year, I really bought a brand new car. Well, not brand new, but it's newer than the other cars I had. I went and bought it off the lot, which bought is it. also a, a really a really uh, sobering experience if you've never done that in your adult life, and then you you go to you go there with expectations of how it's gonna go, and I can almost guarantee you it's not gonna go like that. But that's just a side note. He he might want to talk about that later. But yeah, so I in the same year I went and bought cars a lot, and I bought a house. And what was crazier in hindsight was I put more. Of a down payment on the car than I did for the house. Now don't ask me how that happened. That's just like some magic math, strategery. Is that a word? I think that's a reach. Strategery. Let's let's hit the reach button on that one. I don't think strategery is a word, but go on. I like to consider myself a statistician. That's also a word. Also not a word. Go ahead. But I mean, it just it just happened to work out like that, you know. I thank God, and I've come a long way from 
wondering how I'm gonna pay my internet bill and just keeping the phone on to you know having a car and my own place and it's a lot. But tell them about the struggle there, King. Put them on, black man. Like life is a struggle. That's all I can say. That life is a struggle, and it's gonna keep hitting you. But you gotta you gotta take it on the chin and keep rolling till till you get to where you want to be. Y'all, y'all ain't never lived nowhere and thought about putting a light bill in somebody else's name who had never been to your house before. Y'all don't know nothing about that, man. I don't even know what he's talking about there. Come on, man. God damn. Let's get to the quarterback. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, that's that's been life for me in a nutshell. Just out here. Trying to be an adult, trying to figure out what being an adult means. So let me ask you this, man. And just for the for the people that was wondering, like, what the fuck is he doing with that last thing? If you watch the NFL draft, you know what that was from. If you don't, you probably don't. But um, I don't think so. Never mind. Anyway. But um, just to uh, go off what you just said and ask you another question that I feel like you know I think about a lot, and I feel like some of the people that might listen to this might you know go to the same thing. So what what would you say um, the biggest like difference is or the biggest contrast from what you thought reality uh, you know as a twenty five year old adult would be when you were a kid or when we were in high school together compared to how it is now? I don't like how this turned into the Rock V interview, but I'm gonna roll with it for now. Uh, growing up, you're the one with the house. That's all I'm saying. We're trying to get where you at. We we all got experiences we can speak on. True. But uh, at 25, when I was when I was when I was younger, first of all, I thought I'd be married by 22, and you know, on my way to having kids at 25 or something like that. Stupidest thing ever. Yeah. You know, Disney. Disney be. Filling your head with all types. I of watch shit. a lot of Disney, and I never thought I was gonna be married by twenty-two. I, I watched Boy Meets World, and I was trying to live that life. I was trying to be married in the dorm room with the. Family. Never thought I was ever gonna be married. Still might not, but go on. I was trying to be in the dorm room with the family, trying to figure out why why uh, water don't work. But uh, yeah, I mean that that's how I thought it was then. Now it's like. I don't even know what it means to be 25, to be honest with you. It's a strange feeling. Yeah. Because I know... I mean, life just be hitting you, like, really hard, man. I, I know some people that didn't even make the 25. And and he, I, I think about that from time to time. Like, like, what would they be doing if they were 25? R.I.P. and M.L.C. And, and it's, it, it's weird that, that you have to see people... Younger than you go, but you know, keep living and try to try to not you know let memories go to waste. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. That was that was that was too deep for the intro, but that's that's yeah, what I'm thinking sometimes. I don't, I don't know. What, I don't really know what it means to be 25. I just I just got my own house and <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it means to be in a good relationship. I don't, I don't know none of that. I'm just here trying to. Trying to keep a job and keep my bills paid. Next question. Yeah, it was a tragedy. <laughs> uh, but uh, 
I mean, for me, I want to say, I, I'm not going out. And people was probably listening, thinking I was clowning. You know what I mean? Like what he thought uh, his reality was going to be when he was a kid compared to now. It's not that. It was just mine was completely ridiculous, but just in a different way. Like I was sure by now I was going to be, uh, I was going Average like fucking five catches a game in the NFL, maybe, maybe, maybe ten touchdowns for a season. I don't know. Oh, we ain't spoke on that. I can go back talking about that. Yeah, sports was, you know, what I mean, sports was the route I thought I was gonna take. I thought that was gonna be a big um, instrument in trying to reach a lot of the goals I had set out for myself in life, as far as like uh, buying a house and all that kind of stuff. But you know. Life don't always work out the way it really works out the way you think it will when you're that young and you don't really have a lot of life experience. So, with that being said, uh, I just thought stuff was going to come a lot easier than it did in a lot of ways. In a lot of ways, I thought a lot of stuff was going to be harder than it is. I mean, it's not a piece of cake to get out here and be on your own and you know what I mean? solely be responsible for all your bills and stuff. Because, I mean, we saw a lot of our parents do it, and they make it look easy. But you feel like, you know, it's not going to be the same way when, you, when you're when you of age and you can take care of those things because you, you don't really have the experience doing it. But um, I feel like if you just try to stay responsible and keep your head on straight, uh, it'll come at you fast, but you'll you will catch on and you'll be all right. But we ain't here trying to, you know, we I, I'm not trying to spend the whole episode preaching to people about how to live their lives right. A lot of y'all probably got y'all shit together anyway. We blessed to know a lot of uh, stand-up individuals that, that we might have the privilege of listening to this show when we do put it out once every year. So, I mean, I'm saying everybody had a different journey in their life. You never know what it is or what don't. But I got to go back to that because I remember uh, in like second grade, we had to write, you know, what down what our dreams are, what we want to be in X amount of years and whatever. And, uh, uh, I was like, yeah, I'm going to go to the NBA, NFL. I might play hockey. <laughs> Do it all. I was trying to bring, bring Chicago back to greatness. And I got to high school and that's when I really got, got big on football. I didn't even like football to high school, really. If we being completely honest. And, I was like, man, you know, people usually play four years in the league anyway. I'm going to league 22 by 26. I done did everything I wanted to do, and I had some money tucked away, and you know, and it, not, life ain't nothing like that. I ain't yeah. even played football in college. I could have, I tried, and it, and it just ain't work out. It's never, it's never how you think it's gonna go. We was at, we was all at Notre Dame thinking we was finna be the next big thing. The next thing you know, we at the crib. Like, how we finna get paid this summer? Now listen, I almost played for Notre Dame though. Charlie Weiss got fired that season. There was a lot that went on, but it almost happened. That's my glory story for the day. Everybody's big in Notre Dame, but I mean, yeah. So life, life, life is never what you think it is. When you think it is, something that'll change up on you when you ain't thinking about it. Absolutely. So, I mean, if we have any younger people listening to the show, whatever you, that's not to try to discourage y'all from what y'all plans are now. We just want to encourage y'all to uh, be be as realistic as possible 
more than anything is probably what I would say and what uh what you want those plans to do to be and don't just leave it there and say you know this is my plan I think this is a good plan and it'll work for me and leave it there like take steps to you know what I mean make make that happen if that's really what you want to do and you don't want to be deterred from that take steps to make sure you know nothing stops you from accomplishing that I wouldn't even say be realistic but uh more importantly is is to have have a backup plan. Plan B, plan C, plan D. Yeah, because I'm on plan Z right now. And it's working though. It's working beautifully, but you know. I mean like you were saying, like some some people don't need that. Some people take they plan A like super serious and they make it work. Yeah. And, and more power to you. But you know, you you realize what works for you and, and if you need your just plan A to work, make it work. If you need, yeah, do do what it takes to make it work. If you if you only committed to that, if you, know you need I mean? thirty plans, get your thirty plans together and get them in order. Yeah, as long as you, as long as you end up where you want to be in life, nothing else matters. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, we we just want to promote positivity. We want everybody to win. That's it. That's all we're really doing out here right now. But uh, I think the last. The last little bit of uh, responsibility I'm gonna give y'all for the day is because I'm I'm kind of you know I'm kind of over this whole responsibility thing. It's too much going on. It's too hard as an adult. But uh, just to talk about, um, and I'm sure Rock can speak to this also. But the hardest part I would say of being an adult when you have your own place and you have your own car and all of these things, and also you know. You still want to get fly. You still want to go out. You still want to have nice things and do nice things. Is money management and time management. Those are literally like the two hardest things I've had to deal with as an adult. When it in, in terms of like making sure everything is paid, but you know, you also want to get Jordans when they come out. You want to be able to go out to the bar, to the club with your friends every once in a while. You know. Not be the not be the broke boy at the bar that came by a drink, you know what I mean? We ain't saying you wanna go in there and buy Ace of Spades, but you know if you if you can't get a jack and coat, you gotta you gotta work something out. But uh I think the biggest uh, key for me, which I still really haven't mastered it yet myself, I feel like uh Malcolm's a much better I'm not really a saver. He's a better uh He's he's better. You you can laugh, but I feel like you're better with your finances not, than I am. I'm not laughing at that. You just keep violating. Oh uh, yeah. Oh my bad. It's it's hard, man. It's hard. Let let the, let the people know your true colors, man. Let the people know who you are. But anyway, I, I, I I'm, I'm sorry though, because I feel like I got mad when Mike Taylor did that to me on the phone. So I know how you feel. Who but, he? Uh, MT. Yeah, but Rock can speak to that a lot more than I can. He's better with his finances than I am, but uh. Yeah, I feel like if you master that, you can master anything. It's just deciding, you know, what's just separating what's necessary from what you want and kind of understanding, you know, the hole you can potentially put yourself in as an adult. Because you're an adult, you don't want to go calling back to your parents or your people to depend on stuff, depend on money from them to get stuff done. So just knowing what's necessary and what's what you want and kind of where that time and place is. For each one of those things as far as uh, finances. But as far as free time, I think it's just about what you want to do. You know what I mean? I've never been the type. I've always, like, growing up, I watched 
my mom go to work and come home every day and, you know, cook dinner and do what she had to do for us. But pretty much outside of work, I never really felt like she had much of her own personal life. It was kind of like go to work, come home tired and go to sleep and wake up the next day and kind of do it all again. And I always told myself when I became an adult in my adult life, I would never do that. And you say stuff like that and it doesn't work out that way. Most of, most of the time when I get off work, I want to go home and I want to go to sleep. But also, uh, I do try to manage my free time well and make sure, you know, I'm doing some stuff that uh, contributes to my, like, just all around happiness with my life. Like, going to the gym or hanging out with friends or, you know what I mean? Going on dates or whatever it is that makes you happy. Just, just find time to do Whatever it is that kind of keep you sane, you don't want to be going crazy, just having all this responsibility around you all the time, you ain't really having no fun. So that's all I, you know, that's pretty much, that's my two cents on it. I feel like that's a whole other topic. You know, growing up, what you thought free time would look like versus what it is now. Because even in college, you know, you get your first taste of freedom, but it's like, oh, I got this homework to do. That was you. I was not concerned about homework. Well, for for the other, let's talk to the other side of the crowd because left the right the left side ain't hear me. I'm talking to the right side of the crowd right now. You know, when you go to college and you major in engineering or something else that's that's not really natural to you at the moment, and you like, should I be studying and doing this homework or, you know, whatever? You start thinking. Especially around saying, yeah, you start thinking, man, life going to be so much better when I don't have homework and I'm going to have free time to do this and do that. And we know what this and that means. So we just going to keep it there, but we know what that means. But I, go ahead. I don't, I don't know what that means, but okay. I know what it meant for doing this and that meant for me, but. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, I'm going to be specific for me. Like, I used to think, I used to try to write and draw and I'd be like, I don't really got time for that because I got to do this homework. But, you know, after I graduate, I'm going to have all the time in the world. And it's not like that at all. And you really you really got to make time for what you want to do. Because uh, right after I graduated, I didn't even really have a job. So a lot of time was spent like, okay, what can I be doing to stay ready to be in the workforce and on top of that, let me see who got uh, positions open right now and let me apply here. And, okay, I didn't finish this application tonight. I'm picking back up tomorrow. And next thing you know, three months have went by. You're like, what have I been doing with my life? But uh, I'm exaggerating. But but it be like that, though. You a lot, of, a lot of time as an adult just flies by and you really like, dang, it's really May already. I don't even know what I've been doing since January. But Which is not a good feeling. I've been there. And it's not a great feeling. Yeah, it's, that's just how life be hitting you sometimes. Yeah. Uh, going back to money management, it's crazy. Before I even, before I even started working, uh, there was this class in my mom's church about uh, money management. It's called Financial Peace University. I don't know if you, if you're really big into books or finances, you probably heard about Dave Ramsey and how he. You know, philosophy. Philosophize. How he, how he thinks and feels about money. I'm going to say that. Uh, and, 
you know, I don't, I don't do everything. You know, when you going through it, you like, oh, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. It's gonna, it's gonna all make sense. It's gonna gel together. I'm gonna be straight. I don't do everything we talked about in the class, but it really, it really did help me set a foundation of figuring out what's important, uh, what, what you, what you need to spend money on, what you can kind of not, what you can kind of skip, you know. Uh, you don't need to go to the club every week. You don't need to have all the latest stuff. But, you know, it's, just, it's really just about setting priorities on what you want to spend your money on and sticking to it. And then on top of that, just like saving for for things you know you want down the line. That's, that's, that's actually how I ended up getting my car because the car I had before was uh, having trouble and stopping on me. But I had just been saving up. I actually been saving up to buy a house. That's the crazy story. <laughs> I, I thought I was going to move earlier than I did. And my car stopped working. And I was like, dang. And, you know, got it looked at. And they was like, yeah, if you want to fix it, it's going to be like $2,000, $3,000. I'm like, my car not even worth that much. So I might as well just get a whole new car. And that's what I ended up doing because I had saved some money that I initially planned for something else but since I had it there I was like you know what I could just go buy me a car on Monday and that's what I did and that was that was another crazy feeling but it ended up paying off that way I feel like that's like a top five feeling pretty much in the world buying a new car I don't know what buying a house feels like yet but I feel like uh, it's weird I feel like you know Kids, half of your kids are going to be in there somewhere, you know, maybe graduating college, those type of things is going to be in there, but I feel like buying a car is always going to be a, it's always going to be a top five experience in life. Graduation was definitely top five for me. Uh, matter of fact, if I had to name top five right now, no particular order, it would be graduation, not even necessarily buying the house, but moving out. Uh, uh, like trying to write a book. Not even, well, a book is real specific, but like just setting aside something that you really want to do and seeing it come to fruition, even if it's not fully realized. Okay, that's a good feeling. I'm losing count. Where we at now? I think that's three. Okay. Buy, I wouldn't say buying a car is up there, but buying a relatively new car is like a really great feeling. Well, yeah, no, I, I, I thought it was implied. That's what I meant. But yeah, that's what I meant. See, he living that life. He done had two new cars in two years. I'm still on a, a, a used joint, but I don't, I don't know what the new new car feel like. But, but I take it. I take what I can get. And I don't even know. That's that's. That's four of the top five. Something else, you know, having kids or whatever. I ain't there yet. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. Uh, for me, I would probably say, and these are these aren't all things that have happened yet. So I'm gonna just put it that way. One is gonna definitely be having kids if I'm, you know, blessed to see that happen one day. Um, two probably be getting married if I'm. I feel like those go hand in hand. But uh, if I'm, you know, also again blessed to see that happen. Um, three, I mean, it's not as big as a house, but, you know, 
um, like cherishing having my own space and um, like my own things as much as I do personally. It's, it's a big, it's a big point of emphasis for me. So three was you know getting my first apartment because I had had apartments at college, but I had never had uh, my own place back home until I uh, got this spot, which is it's. Seemed like it's crazy flying by. It was almost two years ago, but yeah. Uh, I'll say four was buying my first brand new car from a dealership. Not many feelings like it. You know what I mean? When you work hard and you grind and you you know you save and you strive to kind of you know see that and then you get there. It is what it is. And five, uh, I still gotta be me, bro. <laughs> Five is a, it's a little encounter I had with these two young ladies. I'm gonna remain nameless, but that's that's how I'm around out the top five. So going back to getting married, it's just certain stuff you 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 want to do before you leave this earth. So so that's going, what I'm so I so going back to getting married. Shout out shout out to my favorite married couple, the Masons. Uh, you know we we went to their wedding, and and that's that's definitely. Top five feeling like I it wasn't my wedding, but you know I yeah can, that was a great day. I can I imagine how they time. felt on top of how I felt. I felt pretty good. It wasn't even my wedding. Yeah, I had a great day. That was a, that was a great day to just be there. So I I can imagine what actually getting married feels like, and that that that's got to be a top five feeling. Yeah, especially when it's somebody you know you've been rocking with for a long time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the happiness the happiness we felt that day for them, it's hard to explain. So I can't you know. I can't even try to comprehend, you know, how happy they were to be taking that journey with each other. So that's been the whole episode, not even semi-serious, it's all the way in there. And I just want to be clear, we had the conversation, like where we wanted to go, you know, because when you, when you take as long of a hiatus as we did from, um, from making a show, which, you know, I feel like every time we do that, we come back in the next episode, we say, but don't worry, we're not going to do that again, and we keep doing it, but I really feel like we mean it this time, because our lives are way more together than they were at probably any other point, but, uh, I wasn't going to speak on it, but okay. I always have to speak on it. I, I can't hold no punches, man. I can't pull no punches. We've been, we've been slacking on the macking, but, uh, really, this episode speaks to why things just ain't go how you expect them to. You say, hey, we're going to make a podcast and we're going to have all the time to film it and record it. And you're like, oh, I got work today. I got to get up tomorrow. I'm going to be out of town this week. And things just catch up to you. And next thing you know, it's been a year. Yep, so absolutely. That, that's one of the main reasons I, I like these topics in general because you know, you just, from the outside looking into your, listening to your favorite podcast, you just like, oh, they just do that every day. That's, you know, that ain't no big deal. But when you actually try to do one yourself, it's like... You getting, see that it's not that easy. Get, getting everybody's schedule together, hoping nobody's sick, hoping everybody's voice together. My I've voice, been sick for a year. My voice ain't all the way there right now. I just had some tea. I'm going to get some more. I'm supposed to be at work right now. I'm, I'm at work right now. Don't tell nobody. <laughs> we just we just fighting through it to make it work for y'all. But uh, I'm a, I'm gonna take the time to formally apologize for missing pretty much the whole NBA season. 
this first part of the NBA playoffs. In the next episode, we're gonna make some predictions. I here, think here the next, go. I think the next episode might be coming a lot sooner than most people think from the guys that only do episodes once a year. But also apologies for missing the NFL season. Just want to throw in that I predicted that Patriots win way, way back when. Also want to take this time He's to, a Patriots fan. He's, he don't say that every year. They also, that. We, we reload every year. We're content every year. But also want to take this very, very, very special um, time to gloat and say that it's on document, it's on the wax that I predicted Russell Westbrook would average a triple-double. It's not on wax, it's on the internet. You know what? Who's to say what Waxy is or isn't? Whatever. Anyway, he averaged the triple-double. I think Rock owes me an apology, and I want it on the show right now. Oh, you nothing. Anyway, I was right. He was wrong. Uh, so, uh... Who can predict somebody will average a triple-double? That ain't never happened before. And it ain't gonna happen again. Oh, it's gonna happen again next year. No, it ain't. And, and I'm gonna get to that prediction on another show, and I'm gonna tell y'all exactly who it is that's gonna average a triple-double next year, because it's not... Going to be Russell Westbrook. We don't get into that. More more Easter eggs to come. But um, Easter pass. These people, <laughs> these people. But uh, just to wrap it up, get my last two cents in. Thank you for whoever you know is taking some time out their day to listen to this. We really appreciate it. You know, we don't do this with the expectation that people are going to listen to it or people are going to love it. And, you know, I respected the fact that a lot of people gave us um, a little bit of feedback and suggestions about what we should talk about the next time we record it. So I don't know all of those people personally, but I want to thank them for that. Um, shout out to my boy Newman, just cross <laughs> Alpha. We see you. Uh, yeah, more more topic suggestions coming soon. We got we got a backlog we're gonna get to. Special guests coming on the show. I got to, you know, make that happen. I got some people I want to talk to personally. Absolutely. Uh, what else was I going to say? Shout out to all my beautiful women friends who listen to this. Uh, this this is kind of for y'all because I know some, every, all of y'all don't like sports. So we going to, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be mixed up. And all you, but it's gonna, it's gonna, you gonna know when it's a sports episode and when it's not a sports episode. That's all I'm gonna say. And all his beautiful female friends, if women, you, if, women friends, if you're really beautiful, get at me. No, but please. uh, no, no, don't get at me. I'll ruin your life. It's not a good idea. Just please keep listening to our podcast and enjoy, enjoy uh that. So yeah, <laughs> we were very serious this episode. So please don't be surprised if we play all day on the next one. I'm out. I don't got nothing else to say. Peace be the journey. Feel the rhythm. Feel the ride. <laughs> it's Bob Sled time. Cool Runners is on Netflix. <laughs> Check it out. All right. All right, y'all.